Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Live Big podcast with me, Ananda Kate. And today we're going to dive into some new poetry that I've been writing. Um, I'm going to give you a sneak peek at something that I am working on right now. So a little glimpse behind the veil. And we're going to talk a little bit about what this essence can bring forth for us. So we're going to be diving into the intuition, the subconscious mind, and um, moving into some oracle card reading as well. So grab a tea and let's dive in. So let's get started into some poetry that I've been writing and I am writing again. I'm writing a new book. So I'm really focused on a specific essence in this book that I am uh, currently writing. Whereas the goddess nest was more of an umbrella of the goddess, which could mean so many different things. There's many different goddesses. There's many different archetypes, which is the beauty of the the goddess essence, which shows us as women the different phases within us that that live within us and mature within us with time, hopefully, and also come to life at different times in our life. So we could be goddess Artemis when we're younger. Um, and then goddess Persephone, when we begin to have our shadow work awakening and then bringing in goddess Kali, which is starting to realize our worth, our boundaries, respecting our higher self. And, you know, then moving into that goddess Isis energy of claiming the higher self, embodying the higher self and self-actualizing ourselves to create our life from a place of free will understanding free will um this book is more focused on which what i will kind of give you insight into one archetype just one archetype and so in writing this book i'm doing a ton of research and feeling into my body as I start to, because I'm focusing on one frequency this entire book. So in doing that, I'm able to embody and recognize that essence within me more and more and more. So it's, it is like doing a ritual for myself as I write up in this book, uh, very detailed on how to uh, read this archetype, how to embody this archetype, how to understand where she is within the body and when she's showing up as a teacher, but also as a part of you. And so it's been a really great process for me in learning more about her essence. And so you're going to start to see, um, a lot more uh, poetry in this book that is more shadow work based and that is for a very specific reason but the poem I wanted to share with you today is very very short so I'm just giving you a little tiny snippet here of something that has come through and the poem is called Deep Waters and from this poem you may figure out which essence I am working on so let's see 
My dress streams in waves. Every stream, every drop of water you see in the tarot comes from my dress. I am the source. <laughs> uh, I am the source. Seek the water and you shall find me there. Okay. So I'm reading from scribbles right now. Then just keep in mind this is scraps. So <laughs> my dress streams in waves. Every stream, every drop of water you see in the tarot comes from my dress. I am the source. Seek the water and you shall find me there. <sighs> so if you kind of know about the archetypes and, and that tarot type of uh, energy, then you might be able to figure out. If you're listening to this podcast, you might have you know the first insight into uh, what I'm writing about. But... The deep waters, right? Like what we're talking about is really embracing the understanding that the waters within us are always there and they are one ocean. And for some reason, (laughs) as humans, we say, oh, when there's waves, there's bad. It's bad. When there's waves, it's bad. And when the water's calm, it's good or whatever. And... We don't see the ocean as oneness, this unity that is so necessary that this body of water needs to move. And what I'm kind of connecting this to is emotions. Water resembles and symbolizes emotion in the archetypes. The element of water resembles emotion. And so when we're taking a step back from our emotions and our reactions and our, our ability to go inwards uh, just to really see what's going on, we start to see this body of water and that we are but one bay in this ocean okay and that the emotions that come in through these waves will eventually hit the shoreline and come to a halt so we can you know observe these waves we can see the beauty in the waves we can see the depth of the ocean and still see the beauty of that instead of reacting to the fact that there are waves or that there is movement here, right? And so when we're talking about these waters, we want to really embrace that part of us, the emotional aspects, every single part of who we are. And the archetype that I'm working with right now is asking us, asking me, you know, to claim all sides of myself, but also all sides of life in general. And so when we come into a spiritual awakening, we have spiritual teachers, spiritual practice, we tend to go through these layers of learning or unlearning once again. And 
we tend to go through these different ideas once again. So even though we have this awakening, the awakening gives us this taste of what is possible um, and the connection to the universe. So there's no context to awakening. When we awaken, we start to filter this perception again through our heart-mind consciousness, even though an awakening can clear some of that out. And we start to live our life in a certain way, right? So we start to say, well, what is the awakening? The awakening is for me, right? The journey is to eat vegan, eat vegetarian, not drink alcohol, not drink caffeine. You know, maybe you come into the space of being super strict. And that was my journey because I had the pendulum going the complete opposite direction. And it is my experience and my belief that that pendulum must swing to the opposite direction in order for you to fully experience that extremity and then eventually come back into balance because we have to be able to experience both sides of the extremity. If you are extremely on one side, you have to know the opposite. It's the same thing as going into the darkness and into the lightness. We do not understand one if we do not have the other. And so when we can find that experience in the other extremity, when the pendulum swings, we have this awakening and we're like, oh my God, everything must change. (laughs) And then we live our life in this complete opposite fashion of what we were living because the awakening has jolted us into this other frequency. And so we start to come into that space of being strict um, in order to learn and very necessary uh, at times to do that. And that is what I will say to anybody that asks me about shadow work, that I feel as it, it is very important to, to dive into shadow work in order to claim your higher self. And if you are not willing to go there, then you will not claim the gems of the shadow work. The shadow work teaches us to embrace all the things that we don't like about ourselves, all the things that we do not want to embrace about ourselves. And that learning is like an unlearning forever. It is an unlearning of what society has placed upon us consistently over and over and over. And even when you unlearn, there's still um, some pressures being placed upon you that we need to also think about once again. And so this essence is asking us to claim that side, all of it, all of it, and, and starting to understand what it means to us, what, where our values are. And when we come into this essence that we have already kind of gone through all that, okay? We've gone through the subconscious mind in order to claim the shadow work, in order to understand our darkness, in order to understand all the places within ourselves and our emotions that we do not want to embrace. And we embrace it. Now we're at a space where we are unapologetic about who we are because we know that we are healthy. We've done the work. We've done the shadow work to embrace those dragons and start to tame them. 
and use them to our advantage in a really healthy way. And now we're moving into the essence that I'm looking into right now that asks us to be the claimer of our higher self. We are the gatekeeper to the higher self. So that is a very long detailed kind of interpretation giving you kind of like some insight into what this essence is but ultimately this essence is asking us to claim our higher self and be the gatekeeper for that higher self to protect our peace understanding what our peace is and protecting that space within us when i am saying no i am in alignment when i am saying yes I am in alignment at all times. I never make a decision until I have checked in with my intuition and understanding that that is in alignment with who I am and what I'm feeling right now. Yeah, so this essence is very powerful. It is the gatekeeper to our emotions, the gatekeeper to our higher self. And when I say gatekeeper, it is the all-encompassing essence that has holds the key to the dragons and the angels with inside within us so we are able to use both essences the angels and the dark and the dragons within us to our advantage in order to transform energy and bring it forth into the world that will help the world ascend humanity to ascend okay so if you know your archetypes you probably have a really good idea of what i'm talking about right now and you can talk to me about that that's fine i am going to be coming out with a book um probably in january that will have a full detailed understanding of what this archetype is the first two chapters are going into great detail about what this archetype means Um, how to read her, how to embody her, and how to call upon her at any time within. But understanding that this book is not about calling it in, right? This is about, when I say calling in, it's more about awakening it, understanding that this essence is within you. Not just within you, but is you. (laughs) Is you. You are already it, okay? So, But the book is really about, it's for people who are either trying to understand that archetype, but for people who have already gone through their shadow work and have really gone through a few awakenings to understand how to clean this energy, this book is going to be for you because you're going to understand really how to claim that essence and be in the higher self of that essence all the time because you are constantly referencing that archetype within you, right? So right now, because I'm focused on this energy so much, I am showing up as that essence every single day, every single day. And I sometimes feel it so much within me that I don't feel uh, humble, (laughs) which can be a little bit scary as well, because it's like, well, I don't feel that humbleness right now. I don't feel the need to bow down to anybody. That's what this archetype is, is that I am the warrior. I am the gatekeeper of myself. 
I know what's right for myself. I know what's wrong for myself. Nobody's going to tell me how to run my life. Nobody's going to tell me that they know best. So this type of archetype is really like nobody can lift the veil except me, okay? (laughs) So it's a little bit of a... um, It's a confidence booster for sure, that archetype of like, I know what's going on in my world. I am the warrior and the goddess that knows what's going on and nobody can come in and and shake that. But, you know, as with anything, we need the other archetypes to keep us humble. We need the other archetypes to keep us balanced, right? But this book is really about how to be in the energy of you claim yourself. You are the parent of your inner child. You're holding it down for yourself. You got your back and you're married to God. You are married to God and the universe. Therefore, you are, you are a master co-creator. So if that doesn't get you excited about this next book, I don't know what will because it is really that type of vortex book that you can step into and use it to propel you into ascending into the higher self and understanding fully and completely what that feels like for you. Oh, very, very exciting stuff. So the, the card today that came up, which is very fitting is intuition. And I pulled that from the Goddess Ness Oracle cards. And the prayer with intuition is, I trust you, great spirit within. Let us dance together along my path of glistening stars. Lead me beyond what I currently know and show me self-trust the further I go. So if you have, you know, trouble really paying attention to your intuition and understanding what that feels like because keep in mind intuition is not heard it is felt within the body so when you can understand what that feels like within the body you can start to trust it more but we can't understand how to feel intuition unless we give it the attention it deserves and intuition lives in the body not in the brain brain's in the body too, but it lives in more in the body, the heart, the solar plexus. Solar plexus is the big one because that's where we process all of our emotions. And you start to get that gut instinct. And that is our primal awareness, our primal senses that have been gifted to us in order to survive and thrive. So when we, and the universe communicates through the the instinct, the the universe communicates through the intuition. And so we want to connect to that space in the body because that is where we're going to have the greatest good for our life, right? When we focus on what the mind wants and what the ego wants, that part trying to control us is very limiting. Limited beliefs, closed mind, only focused and aware of the ex- past experiences, which is reflecting into your future because you're only basing your decisions on your past experiences. And the intuition allows us to open up to experiences that we have never even imagined before. So we get to experience things for the first time once again when we 
go into the intuition. The intuition also allows us when not to do things. The gut instinct will tell us, ugh, nope, that doesn't feel right. That doesn't feel in alignment for me. That person doesn't feel in alignment for me. And the more you exercise as part of yourself, the stronger that feeling is going to become and the more guided you will be because you will be so in sync with that energy in the body that you'll know exactly when something's not flowing, when it's not feeling right, when you're pushing yourself. It takes a lot of guts, (laughs) literally. And, you know, I'm not trying to... uh, bring that in but it's like more the guttural instinct of it's going to take guts to say no to certain things we need to get really clear about what is a good opportunity versus what feels right for us right the ego will say well this is a good opportunity if you turn it down you're not going to make that money you're not going to be able to have a place or a venue to hold your event, you're not going to be able to gain connections to people that have money or have other connections or blah, 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 blah. There's a whole story there. A whole story we could read, you know, but ultimately the intuition is saying that doesn't feel in alignment. Now, when it says that doesn't feel in alignment, what is it saying? It is saying that is not the greatest good. For everyone involved. So what are we going to trust? We're going to trust the ego that says, well, this is a good opportunity. If you don't take it, you're not going to get another one. Or do we trust the intuition that says, don't take that opportunity. I have another opportunity waiting for you if you make space for it and it's going to be better for you and everybody involved. So what we're looking for here with the intuition is the greatest good for everyone involved not just us. And when we go into that space of the greatest good of everyone involved, we are strengthening our faith and our trust in the universe that it knows what's best for the collective. Because every situation that we are involved in does not just involve us. It has many, many, many moving parts and affecting many different people's lives in different areas. So when we look at life like this big, big puzzle, we can start to say, well, that piece doesn't fit there. You know, we need to, or we need to start at a different space in the puzzle first, you know, that type of thing. Look at the big picture and feel into the intuition And know that when you turn down certain opportunities that do not feel right for you, then you are on the right path. When we take any opportunity that is thrown at us or presented to us, we are not making it clear what we actually need in our world. When you awaken into your higher self and into that alignment, you start to understand what you actually stand for, what you like, what you don't like. And therefore, that will cut, that does tend to cut people out of your life. It cuts 
experiences out of your life, situations out of your life. But that is because you are aligning to a higher frequency. So because just because it's cutting, you know, we are making that pool of opportunity maybe a little bit smaller in the short term because we are moving more now into a niche of experiences, a niche of what we like, what we don't like, getting very focused on that. And so when we focus our energy on that niche and we go into that space that is more in alignment for us, our whole world then opens up and we are actually gifted people and teachers and experiences and opportunities that are more in alignment with us and that we don't have to push or force or beg for any of that. They are gifted to us when we are willing to let go of opportunities not in alignment for uh, for our greatest good and i don't know if you've experienced that but it's just something that i keep going in and in and in and in towards um and because my intuition is so strong now i don't mess around i don't mess around if there's somebody that presents an opportunity to me that doesn't feel in alignment with my with the energy that I'm trying to protect. Nope, not going to happen. I don't care how good that opportunity is. I don't care how much money is involved, how much land. I don't care. It's not happening if it involves a person or an energy that is not in alignment for me. And nobody's going to touch that for me. Nobody's going to waver me on my intuition, what I know is right for that position. And so because I am a protector of my peace and I use my intuition to do that, I'm very, very um, happy in my world because I'm so in alignment with every single piece of my life. How many people can say that? Not a lot. Not a lot. Because they allow their mind to give them a guilt trip by turning down opportunities not meant for them. Then they get into situations they don't, they're not happy with. So this is what this <laughs> essence is trying to teach us. Get into the intuition and don't just feel it, trust it. Don't just trust it act upon it. Can we act upon it? Are we brave enough to act upon that? Feel into the body where you're processing all your emotions in your diaphragm, in your gut. Every day I wake up, I go to my mat, I feel into the body, I allow my body to catch up to my mind. What's going on in my body? What emotions do I need to process from the day before or the evening? And then my body can catch up to my mind. My mind can slow down, quiet, and I can stay centered in my body. So this is what the universe is asking us to do right now, especially in the summer. Really hard to stay grounded. You know, take that time. You know, you might be getting invited to go this way, that way. 
out with friends over here, you know, oh, you're expected to do this with your job and with your family and with your friends and all of this stuff, right? Stay grounded. Do not feel bad if you say no. Listen to your intuition. This is the place that will help you stay balanced and in alignment. And ultimately, you will be able to give more because you are protecting your peace and filling up your cup first before you share it with others, even when you have children. It's the hardest with family. It's the hardest with children to say no. It is. But when we practice that, when we're able to practice, say, no, I need to take care of me first. You're teaching your kids to do that too. Take care of you first, then share with others because that is ultimately going to make you a better person. It's not selfish. You know, you can say that too. This isn't about being selfish. This is about tending to your emotions, tending to yourself and your comfort because we are all responsible for our own happiness and our own comfort. That cannot come from other places or other people. So this comes from the intuition. The intuition is my inner church. (laughs) This is where I co-create. This is the place that I honor every single morning. And ultimately, the intuition lives within the heart chakra and the solar plexus. So you want to feel into the center of the body, the center line of the body, breathing every morning and just asking, what am I feeling? Without judging, how am I feeling? Where am I feeling it in my body? That is going to tell you something. So enjoy the journey of strengthening the intuition, diving in and trusting that process more for yourself because that's going to open a journey for you that is more unique and more in alignment with your higher self. And who knows, maybe one day you'll even start to know your higher self vision and embrace that. Love to all of you. Thank you for being so patient. I was not able to come on the podcast last week. Summer has gotten a little bit hectic for me, and I am learning as well how to say no. <laughs> Love to you all. Many blessings, and I will be back on Wednesday. Namaste. Namaste.